You're listening to the Multiverse Fancast, proud member of the Misfit Faction Media Network. My name is Oliver Queen. My name is Barry Allen, and I am the fastest man alive. My name is Cara Zoyal. I'm from Krypton. Uh, everyone, this is my cousin. I guess you already know. Okay, I think I have this. Uh, Oliver. Green Arrow. Dig. Spartan. Thea. Speedy. And Sarah. White Canary. Jax. Sam Professor Stein. Firestorm. Uh, Ray. Palmer. Uh, the Atom. And Mick. Mm-hmm. Oh, Heatwave. Uh, Always a pleasure to see you, Lucy. No? Family we've met. Lucifer. Morningstar. Consider us even, John Constantine. <laughs> Constantine. Is it? I don't care. Be ready. All right, then. On with the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Multiverse Fancast. You can take us on the go with Stitcher, Podbean, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts listening. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram. Just look up the Multiverse Fancast as well as the Misfit Faction on Facebook. And on Instagram, just look up the Misfit Faction. Today we are going to be talking about the Falcon and the Winter Soldier series on Disney+. Plus. Um, today with me we have Paul. Paul, how are you? Hi, Ronnie. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing awesome. How are you? I answered. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I used words. I know, but I was just trying to delay everything because now we have to introduce Rob, I guess. Which one is he again? He's the unofficial official third guest host host. Rob, how are you doing? Hey, everybody. I'm bringing the energy. Yeah, I was Aren't, about to say, Ron, yeah, you're right. like, why are you so monotone? Because <laughs> I'm supposed be, to be Because we were talking host. about DC for a while. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, is that why my <laughs> lights are dim? <laughs> the lighting in here is terrible. I, I was listening to our old podcast. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, but before we get into our talk about the Falcon and Winter Soldier series, we do have a little bit of news that Rob, yes, Woo-hoo! you heard me correct. Rob I'm is going to be going over. All right. Well, first, let's cover some of our casting news for the week. This week, we uh, news broke that Russell Crowe in Thor: Love and Thunder is going to be playing none other than the great god himself, Zeus. So we're looking for. So having seen Russell Crowe in a capacity in Superman as Jor-el, it'll be interesting seeing him as the big guy Zeus. Also, we saw Amelia Clark has officially signed on. They announced her. She's going to be part of the Secret Invasions series, which is happening on Disney+, Plus, which will be shooting soon. And that one also has Samuel L. Jackson in it. Michael Keaton was officially confirmed for the Flash movie, something we've all been looking forward to. And for the Spider-Man movie, of course, we already knew this was coming, but it's finally been confirmed that Doc Ock is definitely in Spider-Man. Also in Spider-Man, playing the main villain, our very own Willem Dafoe from previous Spider-Man movies. Oh, yes. I'm getting a funny look. This is not a rumor. This has been confirmed, sir. He's looking it up just to make sure. I am looking it up just to make sure. Um, also, uh, so that's it for our casting news. In terms of filming news, Doctor Strange 2 wrapped this week in the Multiverse of Madness. Did I get that right? <laughs> um, that's yep. coming out, I believe, in March. March? Yeah. March. Oh, February. 
February, somewhere, March, somewhere around next there. Next year. All right. Uh, I forget. I think that comes out first, and then Thor Love and Thunder comes out after that. Yes. No. That is not confirmed, by the way. Oh, the Willem Dafoe thing. I will show you otherwise in a few minutes. I don't know when. Okay. All right. So we're saying we're hearing that it's being rumored. Yeah. All well, right. It's Jamie Foxx and uh, Alfred Molina are the only ones that have been confirmed to come All back. Right. All right. I'll show you my sources if you show me yours. Spider-Man, interestingly enough, as we talked about last week, Spider-Man not only got a big was was what were we talking? Was a Netflix deal? Netflix, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. and now he is coming into the fold where they are also allowing him into the Disney Plus verse. So Spider-Man will officially be on your Disney Plus home viewing schedule and streaming. And then finally, probably one of the biggest news this week, and I'll listen to what you guys think about it. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings trailer dropped. We had no idea what this was going to look like. Gentlemen, what did you think of the trailer? Um, I dug it. You know, it, it it's a little different of a take on a Marvel movie than you kind of think um, would be. It kind of got me a little excited. I can't wait to see uh, more trailers and everything uh, from this. Uh, Paul, what are some of your thoughts about it? This new Iron Fist movie looks so much better. <laughs> <laughs> right? No, I, I, I dug it. I think it's got a, a nice aesthetic to it. Um, the fight scenes look awesome, and um, I'm, I hope that it's... I hope that it's very much in the same vein as like Black Panther, and it has its own. Uh, it looks like it already has its own unique style to it. Um, so I, I'm excited, and I think it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be an interesting way to expand the uh, the mythos of the Marvel universe. Unfortunately, uh, both Marvel and DC have struggled with this. The Arrowverse, especially, where it's like, oh, all these things existed the whole time, and we're like. Wait, what? Yeah. Like season four of Arrow, Oliver's like, oh yeah, yeah. magic's a thing. And everybody's like, wait, what? <laughs> Why would you not lead with that after you got off your island? Yeah. So uh, I'm, I'm curious to see how this is going to kind of expand the lore and expand uh, the world of Marvel mm-hmm. uh, up until Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness breaks everything. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what were your thoughts, Rob? Uh, I thought it looked, it was neat because it does look very much like a Kung Fu movie. Um, very much like in in the Bruce Lee traditions. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like nothing I've, we've really seen before, and I'm hoping we don't get, you know, Kung Fu Iron Man, um, that we actually get, you know, like, like Doctor Strange was, you know, magical Iron Man. Yeah. So I'm hoping that we get a, a, a good story. I have to say, I got very much uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon vibes from bit, Yeah. yeah. Which was really cool, especially seeing them floating through the air in the forests and stuff like that. So I, I'm hoping they're drawing from a lot of their traditions, and I, I, I think I think Marvel has learned their lesson from Iron Fist in terms of what works and what doesn't work in the kung fu area, and in, in, yeah, and with, with when it comes to uh, Asian culture. So um, I think they got it I'm, right. I really want to see Shang Chi, Daredevil, and Iron Fist all go like toe to toe to toe. That would be a lot of fun. Yeah. Because we did get in Defenders, Daredevil and Iron Fist, I think they have one or two sparring matches. And it those were some of the better fight scenes to see Daredevil and Iron Fist kind of go at each other. Um, I would love, I mean, it's a great, it's a great way to bring Iron Fist back mm-hmm. in and kind of redeem him too. Um, I don't, obviously, I don't want the focus to be taken off of Shang-Chi, but like I said, you know, they've dabbled in this world a little bit with, mm-hmm. with some of the Netflix stuff, but. All that stuff's up in the air, like the rumors and innuendos and yeah, all these yeah. things. Like nobody knows. Every the fans want 
like all these characters to come back, but who who knows? Like that that's not that's yeah. neither here they're, nor there for us. Yeah. We don't like to report too much on rumors here on the Misfit Faction, uh, and so you know we don't want to talk about like some of the characters from Netflix that may or may not be coming over. Also, just checking, yes, Green Goblin is only rumored. You are correct, sir. But if you want to hear more about that, we did do a Netflix episode about all the shows. Oh, you yes. Find that. Yeah, that was a, fun, that was a great that was episode. A that was a good episode. episode. Yes, it yeah, was. That was a lot of fun. And that concludes our news section. So awesome. now it's time to get into Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Do you want to do non-spoiler thoughts before we take a break? Sure. And then do spoilers after the break? Of course. Am I throwing you off? The, no, it's break? like a throwback. That's what we used to do. That is what we used to do. Right. Yeah. Breaks. All right, so we'll jump right into um, some non-spoiler stuff. That's a great idea, Ronnie. I know, right? Good thing I'm here to host. If this is, if, if you have, first of all, if you haven't seen the show, why are you listening to us? Yeah. <laughs> You'd be surprised. Really? Yeah. I would think people would want to see the I show ha- first. You know what? I have a reviewer that I really enjoy. His name's uh, Jeremy Johns on mm. YouTube. Uh, if you guys aren't familiar with him, he's fantastic. He'll he'll always do like spoilers, non spoilers for especially movies. He'll do a non spoiler review first, mm-hmm. and then like a few days later he'll do the spoiler review. Mm-hmm. So uh, I sometimes I like to read reviews before I see a movie or anything like that. Oh yes, you know, I, it's that's funny true. Um, I, when you think about it that way, I do that. You know, uh, Rob, you've been reviewing uh, every episode on our uh, website, themisfitfaction.com. But I've read like re- I like to read the reviews on like IGN and stuff yes. like that. Especially because IGN gave the season finale a five out of ten. Yeah, I, I saw some reviews that were negative as and well. And we'll, we'll talk about that. But it, sometimes it's nice, you know, especially considering we do this, um, to have you know the the full picture. It's it's really easy for us as as not. And I'm, this isn't like a Marvel dig or anything, but like it's easy for us when we um, get excited. I mean, look at our Justice League episode, the first one. Yeah. We, we were so we were so glass was half was half full yeah. that we we really we were just excited that a, sh- a movie actually came out. Yes. And so sometimes it's nice for us to to go in with a little bit of perspective. I like hearing the negative reviews sometimes. Yeah, because it still it doesn't affect the way that I view the movie, but it's mm-hmm. good when we want to have discussion. Yeah. yeah. All right. So why don't we jump into some uh, non spoiler reviews? Uh, Paul, would you like to go first? Um. Overall, the show is it's really good. I I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, it was like watching uh, a l- very short movie. Like yeah. whereas WandaVision w- felt like a syndicated TV show, and that was kind of the vibe they were going right. for anyway. Falcon and Winter Soldier was almost like a movie going experience, just broken up into a bunch of little pieces. Yeah. So I think personally, I would have loved to see that. This could have been a movie. Yeah, but I think it it benefited from having a little bit of time to to flex itself. Even though it's only six episodes, you know, it it was just really well done and really good. And you know, it you know it it gets deep and it gets intricate and it it, it crosses into territory like like we were saying for Shang Chi that we haven't seen before in Marvel. So it's it's yeah. nice that they're they're expanding out and they're really pushing um, what a Marvel property could be. Yeah. Um, not just in terms of really cool fight scenes, which we're definitely going to talk about. Oh, yeah. Because mm-hmm. um, I will say, Valken has my one of my favorite fighting styles in the entire MCU. Yeah. Hmm. As, as much as I loved, um, you know, uh, seeing Steve Rogers or Thor and all, like, all the, like, the really cool stuff, some of the best things were what he does with those wings. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's cool to have a character where, oh, he can fly, what else? But, like, because that's, like, the common conception. Yeah. It's great seeing him use his powers in, in certain ways, especially... Yes. Uh, I don't want to say to compensate, but also 
but just to be on an evil, uh, an even playing field with some yes. of these superpowered beings. All right, uh, Rob, what are some of your thoughts? Uh, I I uh, thoroughly enjoyed the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I I every week was just an absolute thrill for me to watch it. Um, it was it was a different experience than WandaVision, um, but it was neat to see them together because they they're actually a lot more similar than they might at first seem mm-hmm. uh, just because they're so th- both shows were so thematically rich um, there were so many great messages and so many things going on um, you know it, it was flawed like anything else it didn't do everything perfectly and, and we'll talk about that too uh, it was because it benefited from being a six episode show instead of a movie because we did get smaller moments that we wouldn't get in a movie because they'd be cut for runtime. Yeah. Uh, you know, characters like Sam's sister would probably never make it in there because... Hey, Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> Sarah, yeah. Uh, they're, they're, you know, other little things would never, you know, we they wouldn't get a mention because it, it we was just... We wouldn't have got the dancing. Zemo, release the Zemo cut. Yeah. That would have um, been cut out quick. Oh, yeah. yeah. But uh, so I, I like that it took its time. I also like that each episode I thought was very different from one another. I didn't really feel mm-hmm. like that. It didn't feel like a movie chopped up into six parts. It felt like six episodes that had different purposes with each one. And, and as a result, each one had, you know, added to either a character arc or to a theme. And I it, it just added so much for me in the Marvel Universe. And I have to say two things. Uh, first of all, I'm very, very, very much looking forward now to Loki because it's clear that they know what they're doing over there on, yeah. at the MCU television series. Um, and second... Because I was writing about it, I got to see every episode twice. Once, you know, first time with my family, and then the second time would be when I was writing. And I have to say that the show strongly benefits from a second watch. Mm-hmm. Um, you notice quite a bit on that second time because you're, you're, you know where it's going. So so many decisions uh, that are made in the show make so much more sense, and, and the message resounds that much more. Yeah. Awesome, Ronnie. What did you think? Um, I, I kind of agree with both of you. I, I I thought it was a lot different than WandaVision. Me personally, I enjoyed this a lot more than WandaVision. Um, but I I to hit on the point about you know the six episodes and the different stories and everything like that. It was almost as if they were like, hey, each episode is going to be a nut is going to be a different character's episode. You know, so that's where the stories come in. It wasn't like, all right, this is the Falcon and the Winter Soldier series, and it's all about them. You you had what like ten different characters, and they all had their moments to shine. And like I said, you know, your major ones had their own episodes where you kind of like sided almost with the characters they were talking about. You know, you had your Sam episode, your Bucky, your Carly episode, and obviously Walker as well. You know, you had your Zemo moments. Um, who who would have thought that we all would have ended up liking Zemo? At, at, he still you know. killed a lot of people. <laughs> well, yeah, I, yes. I just meant like the character, like not saying like, oh, we like him. He's a good person. It's amazing how in in today's world, if you make somebody a goofy dad type, that we forget he murdered yeah a building of people. <laughs> Don't forget that we feel that way about Loki too, and even though yeah. he murdered lots of people. It shows how much uh, charm and charisma can uh, yeah. really help, and uh, <laughs> we're going to talk about that with some of our characters oh, tonight. Yeah. 
So um, maybe no one no one is beyond redemption then. Yeah. Except for John Walker, if you ask. Right. Except for John Walker. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, this was definitely definitely a great show. Um, like I said, you know, this could have been a movie, but it, but I think it would have done better as a show, like it did. I, I think it would have wouldn't have been as strong as a movie, but still would have enjoyed seeing a movie. And I hope not to get ahead of ourselves, but one day we'll see something, you know. Yeah. Um, but that's going to do it for our non-spoiler reviews. Uh, we're going to take a quick little break, and then we'll come back and do some spoiling. We'll talk about all the different characters, plot points, um, and talk about what we think the MCU uh, could do going forward with this show. So we'll take a quick little break, so we'll be back in a flash. I'll deal with you later. Stay put. I'll be back in a flash. <laughs> Back in a flash. Wow. Does he say that often? <sighs> Too, Too often. Welcome back, everyone. We're going to jump right into our conversation about the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Again, this is where we're going to get spoily. So if you have not watched the entire show, please pause us and come back to us. I can't right. believe Bruce Wayne was the power broker the whole time. Who would have thunk it? Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but we're going to jump right in. Like I said, we're going to go through the characters while going through those characters. Obviously, we'll talk about some plot points and everything like that. Um, I think the star of the show is uh, Sam. I was going to say um, Red Wing. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we'll, we'll start off with Sam. Um, Paul, what, do you, what were your thoughts and you know how do you feel about Sam? I think Sam was such a great like it's such a great growth of his character unfortunately he got his most character development during winter soldier and then during the other movies like he was there and he was you know a part of it but it was winter soldier in this that really just kind of sold me on him and him becoming captain america was was well deserved great payoff at the end i loved his suit yeah um i really think it 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 was his own style he's just i, I really enjoy sam now do I, you think that suit because because we saw that he he gets this briefcase Mm -hmm. from Bucky from the Wakandans do you think it was just the wings and the new red wing that he got or was it the whole entire suit that the Wakandans made just the underwear just the underwear vibranium underwear yeah makes you wonder if that whole suit's made out of vibranium yeah that that's what I'm trying to figure out technology yeah Yeah. Yeah. well um I know like only Black Panther suit is made out of vibranium. They never say what they're like. I mean, they say they make it into their clothes and all that, but yeah, I'm curious to see because what does he need the shield for if he's wearing vibranium? Yeah, to protect his head, just his mouth. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> ah, my hair, <laughs> his spine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I definitely think Sam was awesome in this. I I love seeing a little bit more of his. Uh, you know, he was uh he was dealing with veterans. So him yeah. and Bucky have such a great rapport and we'll talk about that when we get to Bucky. But yeah, yeah, I think, uh, Sam, I am fully in support of as our new captain America. Awesome. Rob, what were your thoughts on it? It's a good origin story for Sam becoming captain America. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, it was nice to see him tackling so many deeper ideas in terms of not only becoming captain America after Steve Rogers, but also being a black captain America and, Mm -hmm. and how like there was a line in this most recent episode where he, I don't remember it exactly, but something along the lines of, you know, every time I I stand up half the, 
there's a million people who don't like me or something yeah, like something that. Something like that, yeah. Um, and and that was neat because it's just, it it was a nod and an and an acknowledgement of the difficulties that exist in our country in terms of having a black superhero. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. you know that 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 exists in our country that we would have that difficulty. Um, and it, it, it revealed his journey revealed so many of, you know, the, like, I, I also loved that he was not, he didn't have that stark money. Yeah. Um, and he was struggling, you know, with his boat and with his, you know, yep. the, the house and everything. It was neat to see him struggling as sort of a, a lower, almost like a working class man. I, don't yeah. know, I hesitate to say a lower class cause I, I, he's more of a working class individual, um, in America, despite all of his accomplishments, so it, it yeah. was it was really well scripted, and and you know the the actor does such a great job in yes. that role. Let's let's address that the whole because the, the internet exploded when they found out that the Avengers weren't getting paid. Yeah, um, they got free room and board. Yeah, I mean that was pretty much it. But it it does really upset me that. Did they not have health insurance? Like, <laughs> yeah. like we we're laughing. Who but would like, insure that? But you know, like. But they didn't if, need to because Val- of all the technology they if, had. If Valken died, though, like his family got nothing. Like that, that's it's 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 almost well, heartbreaking. And you know, it's like what Rob said. You know, that working class with, type superhero. With, with him, it's different though because he was in the military, so he does have those benefits from being in the military. Uh, they're not they're, so they're not the best, but but there there is some there. You know, um, but I, I feel like Sam is the Captain America that we would all. You know, you, that you we had, would all hope to be. That we, yeah, yeah. You know, because he is the good guy and the good soldier. He, he he's the perfect combination, right? Because mm-hmm. you want the you have the good guy, not a was never really a soldier in Steve Rogers. Then you have the not so good guy. You know the way he was portrayed, at least, but a good soldier in uh, John Walker. And then you have this guy who's a combination there, of there both. Seems to be a question in the back. I just also want to point out that Sam Wilson's killed a lot of people too. Yeah, fact check so? that. Oh, like, he, wait, okay. no, no. I okay. mean, just help remind us when. Oh, in Civil War, he 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 uses guns in the in the first movie. Like he, he kills people. Yeah, I They're just bad want to guys though. But I want to establish <laughs> yeah. that because I know we had this discussion, you and I, Rob, mm-hmm. about Steve Rogers killing people, mm-hmm. and you argued because uh, you didn't remember that in Avengers he uses a gun also, mm-hmm. and he killed those poor guys. You know. Well, I I want to put on the record that <laughs> that kept because we we are very far past the the superheroes don't kill mantras and I'm and I'm glad that this show has addressed it to a point. You know, it's funny. The last time I remember a character with a very strict no killing code. Oh boy, is a uh, Daredevil. Oh, I thought you were yeah. gonna go with Batman. No, because I I ju- <laughs> Batman 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 is killed since right, but, his earliest but comic. Batman's got his one rule thing. That's a much more modern use of Batman, and I think the reason it was so jarring in Justice League is because it was such a big plot point in the in the Nolan cut or in the Nolan series. Excuse me. Um, you know, superheroes have killed a lot in the past, and, yeah. I, and I'm yeah. I I I'm glad that they're kind of shying away from it from Sam, but I, I do want them to address it at some point. Because like, it, where, where's the line? You know, obviously yeah. we we I think, we've discussed um, John Walker at at nauseum, and uh, I think it's important that you know it is something that's that's discussed. Like, I think emotion is the line there. That you know, are they killing out of 
pure rage or are they killing out of strategy? Okay, so here, but here, here's right, my here we go. Here's my caveat. We've seen that the Avengers have used non-lethal uh, use of force. Yeah. My favorite example is Age of Ultron. When Tony Stark is, he busts through the window and he's like, "Guys, let's talk about this." And he just knocks them all out with like little darts. Right. He's like, "Good talking." You hear the one guy? No, it wasn't. Yeah. Like they have access to non-lethal use of I, force. I, I think that the majority of them pick the path of least resistance. Oh no 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 no! Sam Wilson, he had his wings up as a guard while people were shooting at him, and he just nonchalantly on his arm guard, this is in Civil War, just shot missiles at all of them. But he was being shot at. It was a kill-or-be-killed moment. But the reason we disassociate is because they are all mindless, um, faceless red shirts, basically. I mean, look at at all the... The aliens in Avengers were were living beings, and they wrecked them all. I yeah I I think the 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 point that I'm I want to bring up is that when John Walker murders, it was not necessary. But what I'm saying is nobody in these shows has clean hands. Even Steve Rogers oh, yeah. says mm-hmm. it himself. He's like, we did some things that we didn't sleep yeah. so and good at the night. The fact that Steve Rogers says that, and the fact that Sam says, you know. I'm not perfect or something along the lines of that. Yeah. Which is a is, great example yeah. of why. And that's what I'm kind of bringing it around right. to. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think John Walker ever says anything about being a, a flawed individual. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know if it's so much like that, what I'm, what I'm trying to get at. I just think that it's. I'm glad that Marvel is at least straying away from that. That oh, very yeah. strict. That PG um, kind of approach to, to we, crime fighting. We did a YouTube video. Uh, debating John Walker and one of the things we brought up was that they're finally getting into much more in-depth deep mm-hmm. storytelling Yeah, and I, I would actually I, I remember when Man of Steel came out and you know Superman kills Zod at the end there was a lot of talk about how in the second in Batman vs Superman they were going to address that Superman doesn't kill anymore because he took a life and you know that was the lesson mm-hmm. the penance that he has from it they never did it I really wish they would have um, one of my favorite Marvel scenes is uh, Daredevil and Punisher on the rooftop, where yeah. you know Punisher's like, "When I put, when you put them down, is they it get the back up." Version. Yeah, when you you know when you put them down, they get back up, but when I put them down, they stay down. Like that eternal conflict. Why doesn't the joke? Why doesn't Batman kill the Joker? Right. You know that that's always there would the, be no Batman. Yeah, that's always because <laughs> he, he's not a faceless red shirt. Yeah. Um, you complete me a little bit. <laughs> So um, that is, I think that's the last thing about Sam that I really yeah. want to say. Is uh, the he, only other thing I wanted to touch on is uh, his little buddy, his, his sidekick, Bucky? Joaquin. Red Wing? Oh, oh Joaquin. Joaquin. <laughs> Red Wing? Can we just no. also all agree that we're so glad that Red Wing was revived? Yes. By the end yeah. of it? But yes, Joaquin. Uh, Joaquin, you know, he his little right-hand man when he's going on his missions in the beginning, um, I would have liked to see a little bit more of him. They definitely teed him up, though. Yeah. But he's only in the like the very beginning and the very end. Yeah. You know. I would have. I was looking in this last episode because there was one moment where he was talking to I think Sam or something. Yeah. And like in a workshop, and I'm like, was looking around the workshop to see if the wings were sitting there somewhere. Yeah. And he was yeah. working on him, but um, no, they didn't do that. I, so. I'm I'm sure we'll get more of him in the future. Though. In the comics, yeah. he has taken up the mantle. The, the mantle Falcon. Falcon. Yeah. Um, all right, so we're going to keep moving on to our next uh, co-main character. Uh, we had Bucky, or the Winter Soldier. 
well, not really Winter Soldier anymore in this. Right, and I think know? that's what I like so much about this show is that all of so many of these characters have very definitive and complete arcs. Yeah, and I, not to bash DC, but that was one of my complaints about DC is that I don't feel I, they seem to be somewhat static characters. Yeah. Whereas you know Bucky by the end here is he's got his little book of names and he's crossing them off in the proper way. He's yeah. evolved as an individual. He you know he embraces the White Wolf. Yes. Uh, n- n- you know, mentality. Um, he's grown uh, and mm-hmm. he's a better person as a result. Uh, yes. And so Bucky, I really feel like has, has some of the most emotional, like, well, no, it's, it's neat to see Bucky and Sam both have tr- amazingly huge arcs. in Yes. Yeah. I definitely think, uh, Bucky's was the more emotional crux of the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, don't get me wrong. Like there are some great Sam moments when he finds out that you know Isaiah existed. Mm-hmm. That that's a powerful scene. Yeah, but still the scene that when you talk emotion and acting that sticks out to me is when they flash back to him and Wakanda uh, to Bucky and Wakanda, and they try. They're mm-hmm. like, all right, we're gonna try your trigger words, and they say them, and he just starts crying. Yeah, yeah. Bucky's one of those characters where I, I like I said, you know. I'm glad they're they're not afraid. He's he's a tra- traumatized war veteran at this point. Yeah. Like, you know, he did horrific things that weren't under his control. But he, I, the line in Civil War always gets me. You know, Tony Stark says, "Do you even remember them?" And he says, "I remember all of them." That's yeah. a powerful line. It's interesting since you bring that up because the show does tackle PTSD, mm-hmm. and there's a neat juxtaposition between Bucky and John Walker in how they deal with their post-war you know, feelings that, you know, Bucky is very clearly working to, to having to work on them, going to see a psychiatrist, going through his book. Um, John is sort of living out a lot of the issues. I think for John, it's that he, he's not dealing with them. He's not, he's not at that point where Bucky, Bucky's at that point where that's like his past. And he's like, well, what do I do now? John's still in the story where like, it's like, I, if he were to say, you know, a week ago we were in Afghanistan and this happened. Like you would believe it because it feels yeah. like because he he got stripped right off the battlefield. Yeah, John Walker did. You know, while Bucky and and plus with Bucky too, it's he was brainwashed into into doing these things. While John Walker was like, no, I'm here because I'm protecting and uh, standing up for the rights of my country you know, over here in Afghanistan while, you know, like I said, Bucky was more brainwashed to be doing what he was doing. Um, so he had no control over it. And I, I think that to me is more why he's seeing therapy. While if Walker was to do it, it's more just because of what he, what he's seen and what he was doing, you know, on, on his own recognizance. All right. That was um, a big word. Right? Thank you. You handled you. those syllables well. I did, right? Thank you. you I'm impressed, too. Precognizance. <laughs> did I do it right? <laughs> um, but, yeah, any other thoughts on, you know, Bucky um, or anything? Something to bring up, uh, and, and I was discussing with someone earlier um, who, who knows a lot about the show, and when I say that, I mean my wife, um, <laughs> that we were discussing sort of the difference between Rogers and Walker and the time periods they come from, whereas, you know, post-World War II, everyone came home with PTSD. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't a thing back It was shell shock. It was shell shock. Yeah. Um, and then it was battle fatigue, according to George Carlin. Uh, and <laughs> it 
when every and the difference was that when everyone came back, it was such an enormous war that when everyone came back, everyone in the country learned to deal with it collectively. Mm-hmm. Um, hence, why we had the 1950s uh, sort of you know very male centered you know the wife at home you know creating a stable environment of of cooking and cleaning uh, and wearing the pearls because the men who came home from World War II desperately needed to have some sort of consistency. Um, we also, you know, find a World War II veteran, that was very easy to do. Find an Afghanistan veteran, a little bit harder, because, so we didn't have that sort of collective healing that was needed and required mm-hmm. in our country. And as a result, we had a lot of people like John Walker who came back and didn't know how to adjust because there was nothing in place for them to adjust. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I... I, I know I give John Walker a lot of crap, but the system is sort of set up against him to fail, too. Yeah. Yeah, th- this whole show is a really good... Like, normally, I don't enjoy when my superhero shows kind of... Supergirl's a, a great example of, of it getting rammed down your throat. Like, mm. look how progressive and woke we are. Look how... Pro- like, it, it was too much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This show... Maybe it's because it's a shorter show. Maybe it's because of the, the, the acting that goes behind it. Uh, maybe it goes. I don't mean like I don't know what it did, but this show did it well. Where they tackled, they tackled racism in America. They tackled not even America, racism in the world. Yeah. They tackled uh, the treatment of soldiers. They uh, right. the fog of war. You know, mm-hmm. like all these different areas, and they they handled it with with dignity, with grace. It was emotional. It was it was uh, interesting to watch and. Mm-hmm. I th- I think that this show really and Bucky's a great example because that's who we're talking about. Yeah. See, this show gets us all like yeah. very conversational. And I love it, but Bucky is it's it's a great chance for them to finally tell his story. Yeah. Speaking of telling stories, and I know this goes a little bit back to Sam. One of the things that I thought they really blew in the finale. Oh. Yes. Was. That and, and I really felt that this was very inauthentic as I was watching it when Sam has his big speech. And I thought it was because, you know, one of the things that as as a teacher, I'm always telling my students, you know, show me, don't tell me, mm-hmm. show me the nervousness and the anxiety you feel. Don't tell me that you're anxious because seeing that will be so much more effective than being told. And and there's this speech that just, it, it was so soapboxy and grandstandy and it seems so out of place for the show. And, 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 you know, it seems so inauthentic in the sense that, you know, these people would just stand around and listen to him like this. Um, and, and not because it's Sam, because it's anyone, anyone in this situation would just, you know, they would, he's talking to bankers and politicians and they're just standing there listening to him while he gives this like five minute speech. And I thought it was a horrible storytelling methodology that they Mm -hmm. went with. Um, and I I think they blew that section there. The rest of it, I think is very, very good. And I have to rethink the entire episode because I, I literally just watched it a couple you know like the rest of you a couple hours ago yeah um so I, I need to let it settle in a little bit but i really as i was watching that scene i'm like this is not good it was, it was definitely a little much yeah um, yeah you know because we already they already showed him being yeah. captain yeah. america um they they could have done a better storytelling uh, inspiration yeah. very rarely comes from words yeah yes. inspirational speeches are hit or hit or miss yeah. like they have to be done the right way mm-hmm. um yeah, I, I think Sam, being Sam, could have done, you know, he could have, he could have just shown it and yeah, like don't get me wrong, it's it's a very empowering moment and and yeah. I liked it well enough, um, but I, I it agree. was way too long. I agree. Yeah, I agree with you, Rob. 
Yeah. I, they had, it had to be they cut had, down. They had to show each person reacting to yeah. it. And, like, but yeah. I, and again, I mean, if somebody just saved your life and they were speaking, I feel like wouldn't they have your full attention? But also, you know, but but again, I, I, I don't to, need five minutes. Yeah, of that real talk. life just doesn't it, work that way. Two minutes yeah. of it, I'd be good with. I also hate, like I hate to compare because th- this is why John Walker is so hated by the fans because we compare him to Steve Rogers. Right. I couldn't see Steve Rogers doing that speech. No, I agree doing with you. Any any speech. Yeah, no. absolutely. Yeah. So I, I can imagine Steve Rogers giving like a line or two. I can imagine Steve on. Rogers passing it over to Tony Stark. <laughs> like that, that yeah. you can, Tony Tony, yeah. you talk to them. I mean, I I have to think about what they were fully going for there. And I, I wonder if it was sort of like letting a black voice speak in a, a society that oftentimes doesn't listen. I'm wondering if that's where they were going with it. Um, but it just it didn't seem like it was a real life situation. I get what yeah. they were trying to do. They just didn't stick the landing. Yeah. yeah. There was no superhero Let's, landing on that one. Well, Bucky got his Actually, superhero. There were lots yes. of superhero Bucky, landings. Bucky did, that yeah. That I, I guess yep. we could say that Sam Wilson is the king of superhero landings at this point. Yeah. yeah. Superhero landings. He's going to do superhero, superhero landings. Landing. Are we going to do superhero takeoffs next? Because we should he, make a top 10 list plenty. of superhero entrances and exits. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, we'll, we'll keep moving on. Uh, we're briefly going to talk about this character because, like Paul alluded to earlier, we did a whole YouTube clip that you can get a chance to see um, on John Walker. Um, like I said, we, we did a clip, so we won't spend too much time on this character. Check out our YouTube um, clip. Exactly. Check out the YouTube channel. The Misfit Faction Media Network. Boom. So. Take it away, Rob. John Walker, and I will, I will not read through that. I know you're looking at me as I'm looking at my notes and I'm like no no don't worry I won't go through all these I would have taken off my headphones uh, went upstairs and got a beer <laughs> like really I have to reiterate that Walker is a soldier whereas Rogers is a superhero mm-hmm. um, Walker is what America actually is Steve Rogers is what America thinks it is and Sam Wilson is what we all should be as you were saying yeah. earlier um, I th- you know it, John Walker as we were saying earlier is a very complex character Mm-hmm. He's like I, I can't easily go with the oh he's bad he's a bad guy it's not that simple I think he's a deeply flawed individual with humanity to him that makes some very poor decisions and should have never been given mm-hmm. the the Captain America uh, mantle I and agree. that he's walking around fighting with his trash can lid I would have really episode. enjoyed yeah. um, some sort of explanation like. Yeah, they, they, you know, they mentioned, you know, he's, he's, you know, Medal of Honor. This, mm-hmm. I would have loved to see that selection process, like an interview process. Like, yeah. Even if it's just like a, a brief 30 second thing where it's like, yeah. well, wh- what are we looking for? What do we need? Do we want just somebody who's handsome and does this? And like, yeah. Um, but, you know, I think Rob and I have disagreed on John Walker, like with it, within reason with each other. Yeah, like, it's I not so. like just, you know, no, you're we're not stupid. opposite ends of yeah. the spectrum we, here. And which is a testament to the writing and the character. Yeah. I, I think we both agree that he was never supposed to be Captain America, no. and that's that was the point. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be interesting to see him as U.S. agent. Yeah, I, I yeah. think I think he'll make a better U.S. agent as a Captain America. Sub- tell he me, wasn't he wasn't supposed supposed tell me a little bit about U.S. agent. I, I know some, and, and, and I have to say, seeing Madam Hydra in charge of him is kind of worrisome. Tell, what can you tell me about U.S. agent? So U.S. agent, as far as I remember, he was an actual Captain America replacement in the comics. Yes. So when I Captain America was that. on ice, he was uh, the uh, 
he took over. Um, I'm not super familiar. I know his entire platoon got powers, and he he really did just want to do the the right thing. Like, mm-hmm. and you see it in this where at the end of the at the end of the show, it you know in the last episode, he does push away his personal vendetta and he does the right thing, which was a very powerful moment. Yeah, for, it for, shows that he's capable of doing the right thing. It shows that he's not a bad guy. Right. He's just a guy. He's just not Steve Rogers, he's and, not, I, and I hate to like. Right. You know, I, I do agree with Rob. He's a good soldier, but that doesn't mean you're good. Yeah. Like they say it in Captain America, just because you're a good soldier, that's not what we're looking for. He yeah. probably looks great on paper. Like as you were talking about the selection process, I'm thinking, oh, yeah. yeah, if you looked at his file, it'd be like, wow, this guy is really impressive. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean he's, sh- you know, a good soldier does not necessarily make for a good moral leader of the country. Yeah. So yeah. in the comics, well, he gets his powers from the power broker. Okay. Uh, very, very similar type. And he actually goes on a crusade to not only replace Captain America, but also to um, ruin his reputation during it. So in the comics, he's definitely way worse. I feel like Captain America is more your soldier for the country, while U.S. agent is an agent for the government. Mm. Yeah, I had said in our YouTube that there's a difference between Serving your government and serving your country. Yeah. Those are two very different things. I also, you know, I, I know we keep talking about our YouTube video, but... Uh, <laughs> I, it, it, it was a good discussion. The, the, it was. The, the thing about this is it's also, it's the, the U.S. people, the people have don't know who Captain America is. Yeah. Like, look at the, the, the battle with Thanos. There wasn't somebody there watching like, oh my God, Steve Rogers just picked up Thor's hammer because right. he's the he's like the goodest guy. Yeah. So we we got to see a lot more of Steve Rogers. Like, they studied him in history books in this. Like he, he I'm sure there was a course in West Point that was all about Steve Rogers. Yeah. You know, nobody knew who he was. Even like when he comes back and he's fighting in New York City, like the cops go, why are we taking orders from you? You know, and you know, you get your comedic moment of him, yeah, you know, yeah doing that bunch, ripping the arm off a of Chitari, but you know, you know, whatever. that's not killing anything. But again, <laughs> World, <laughs> World War Two mentality, very clear, good guys and bad guys. Remove, yep, remove the arm. <laughs> but um, so I, I think that that also has a very big factor yeah. in you know, this is what we think the American people want, and the American people mm-hmm. are like, yeah, we do, we want a new Captain America. Yeah. When they don't know anything about Steve Rogers, yeah. they just know what's. It's funny taught. too, going back to that part in the Avengers, like the cops start listening to him when they see him when they reveal when he reveals his character, and they're like, "Oh, this guy is like he doesn't say, I'm Captain America. That's why you should follow me." Uh, he does some things, and everyone's like, "Okay, this guy is clearly knows what he's doing, and he's in charge. Let's follow him." Like I, I, I love the moments in this show when. Walker walks into a room and says something along the lines of like, I am Captain America. You know, don't you know who I am? Like Walker hides behind that, that persona and he uses that as an excuse to do all that he does. Well, why are you doing that? Well, because I'm Captain America. That's Mm -hmm. why I'm doing it. Whereas Steve Rogers never used the shield as a and as an excuse for his behavior. Yeah. You know, he was a genuine more of a genuine leader where his actions were he was always okay with calling them into question because he wanted to do the right thing. Yeah. Um I, I feel like like we we all felt bad for him towards the end due to the death of Lamar. Um and it, it's crazy to think because Lamar was the one that kind of grounded him. Kind of made him like make sure to keep the Captain America persona, you know what it's 
what it's supposed to be. Um, mm-hmm. But then once we get the death of Lamar, that that's when he starts going downhill and becomes more of the U.S. Yeah. agent type versus the Captain America what, type. I got to say, what, what I was all on board with that, too. But what worried me was when Walker asked Lamar, would you take the serum? And, and he's he like, said, hell yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh, he's not as good as I no, thought he yeah. was. <laughs> but I, I, I think like, he's, I'm not yeah. saying he's bad. I'm just saying he's... But Not would you take that good. serum? Ah, that's a tough question. Right. See, that, that's yeah. the thing. It's like, See, but the thing is that Lamar didn't answer. Didn't answer that way. He didn't say, "Oh, wow, that's that's complete." He was like, yeah. "Hell yeah!" I, I think. <laughs> I think because of the fact that after what happened to everyone with the blip, you know, I, I feel like now everyone knows there's all these superhuman super beings out there. That why wouldn't you want? Because as, especially as a soldier, why wouldn't you want to be able to level the playing field? You know, so to me, I think that that's where he's coming from. I don't think it's more like, oh, I want, but yet the Sam I don't want the, want the serum. serum. Yeah, true. <laughs> which, which I which I'm completely okay with. I think because he knows that this is what could happen. It's either going to make you like Steve Rogers right. or it's going to make you like John Walker. Rage, and he doesn't want to take rage. Exactly. He doesn't want to take that risk. They um, don't know that. Who doesn't know what? So we are told by in Captain America, the first Avenger, Dr. Erskine says to Steve, he says it, my serum just amplifies, right? What's yeah. good becomes great, but what's bad becomes worse. So Steve Rogers knew Which that. Which is repeated in mm-hmm. Falcon and the Winter Soldier by either Lamar. Yeah, Lam- I think it's no, Lamar. What Lamar says is it power it only makes you more of yourself. Like yeah, that's something right. something okay. along those lines. You know, John Walker does hesitate when he when, you know, they're discussing it, you know. But Steve Rogers also, he was like, I want to take this I wanna do this. Like I wanna yeah. serve my country. So it's interesting seeing like same again, same path, just yeah. Very different roadways, all well, different yeah. motivations. Well, because too. with Steve, it's Steve was well, I same, want to same, serve. Same motivations. Yeah. I want to serve. I'm serving my but, country. But this Steve, is the thing. But Steve, it's re- it's reflective. But Steve wanted to serve and he couldn't, right? Because he was too scrawny and this too small and all but, this. But what did you say? You're playing on a different field now. Yeah. Technically, John Walker is scrawny now in a world of gods and thunderbolts and blips. And but, but you, what's you were a talking soldier going to do? The country. He's he was already serving. He's already got the training. When's the he's, next? He's, but what happens when the next alien invasion comes in? Where are the Avengers? Look, look at Sam. Look at Iron Man. Look at Hawkeye. All these guys are, are not superhuman. But they they, have, they, don't, they, they have non-regular human advantages, though. So does he? He's in the military. He's Probably great marksman to have all those Medal of Honors and everything like that. I would love to have some vibranium wings and a high-powered bow and arrow that picks my arrow for me. A super suit with an arc reactor. He's, but 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 see, those are things he can get. We're talking about a serum that is uh, manufactured to to make you stronger, make you superhuman. While those things, yeah. While while those things that you're talking about, the the wings and stuff. I can just go make my own. Like right. I mean, okay. For the record, go? Ronnie, please don't make your own wings because we all know where that's gonna go. <laughs> all right, we're all athletes to some extent mm-hmm. here. Yeah, we all have the opportunity. Not that we would. That not that it's sitting in here in front of us, but we all have the opportunity in life to take 
steroids and and body enhancing stuff that is is not good for us but that would make us stronger better whatever do we well here's the question here's the question go ahead if i'm in a competition where everyone else is already using steroids what what no so i'm going to go into a competition knowing that i'm going to play quote-unquote fairly but it's not against the rules let's say that you're in a competition where it's completely allowed to use whatever means to win. Including well, steroids. Well, this is the do, thing. Do you think Thanos was like, let me take off the glove to okay, fight you guys? Hold on, though. But with steroids, you can't just take them and you grow. You need to still put in the work. So if I'm putting in more work than you are while you are on steroids, I can get to what you look like with steroids without taking them. I'm not... Yeah, see, I, I don't think I would ever consider taking them because I would just work Especially harder. since they make your pee-pee smaller. But we're talking like super realistic. <laughs> I'm talking like just in the terms of Marvel and well, all this. Well, yeah. No, even that. But it's right. like like I said, do you think Tony Stark or Captain America wouldn't take any advantage they can get Hold to on. win a battle? Hold to on. save the world? No. Why do I need to take the super serum to make myself stronger? Look at Batman versus Superman. Did not did Batman win because of his brains? No. I mean, yes. Because think- of Martha. Think about Zemo. Zemo has the super serum in front of him, and he stepped on but it. But that's his own personal beliefs. But how is it any? But what about uh, uh, Steve using Mjolnir? Isn't that an unfair advantage? No. How? I mean, he was it's worthy. A but it's a weapon. Again, he. What I'm saying is, if I'm fighting Steve, use something to level the playing field. I think what I'm we're saying is, would Steve do something that was? Um, would he cheat? To win, he did. He's full of cheating, super soldier. Like that—that's cheating. Uh, all right. So I, I think I think there's gonna be no resolution to this. <laughs> at Abraham all. Erskine said, "I can make you better than any human," and he was like, "Okay." But but see, this was a but the thing is, is he went from being scrawny and not being able to do what he wanted to. Couldn't he have fought hold the on, war at home? There were plenty of ways for people that were physically incapable of joining World War II to support the World War II effort at home. Yes, but he, he could have built munitions. He could have helped volunteer work. Like there were plenty he, of things he could do. But that's not what he wanted to do. He wanted to go overseas and fight. So he went. He you know so what? he took steroids. Say, yes. But but this is but the difference between him and Walker is the fact that he did it for good. While Walker did not do it for good, According he did it to, for himself. According, yes, to yeah. do good. To, yeah, no, to, no. See, no. I, I, what Ronnie's saying, to and defeat I, terrorists? I agree with it, is that you know, he did it because he wanted to better serve his country, whereas Walker did it because he wants to be the hero. And that there is a difference there. Mm-hmm. That if 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 Steve Rogers could be anonymous and serve his country and be a hero, I think he still would choose to do that. And John, whereas, but John Walker did. He did. choose to be anonymous. How is running out into a football field? He stadium? served his country as a hero for years. Right. He wasn't on serial. He wasn't going for it. And then it wasn't until he was Captain America that suddenly he was thrown into the spotlight, and he had to adjust. But he went after that spotlight. Where we don't know he that. Never did. We do not know that. The the way it's we, portrayed, though. Yeah. No, the way it's portrayed is he's Captain America. Here's here's the show you now need to put on. We don't know what he was like before all this. That's why I would not say no to a, to if they do a U.S. agent show, mm-hmm. shows do flashbacks. Show him, show us him before okay. this. I would like to see that. 
because we we got him at the Steve Rogers USO show point where yeah. he's punching Hitler yeah. in the in the jaw. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I just like I said, it's it's great to have a character that sparks such. Yeah, yes, he is morally yeah. complex and and definitely a. a so you two divides. would not take the Super Soldier Serum. No, no. I I, I mean I I would. I would hope that I would do the right thing. And right now, the right thing is telling me no. All right. I would. And I can say that with conviction. I would. All right. Okay. All right. Um, speaking of Super Soldier Serum, um, up next, we're going to talk about Carly. All right. Carly Morgenthau. So she's uh, an interesting character, to say the least, you know, because um, she's another one that's wanting to do good but in the wrong way she is also very complex too because she is she very much believes in her actions and her cause to the point where she is flawed too because Mm -hmm. she is so all in on it and and, yeah but what's neat is to see her see and this is why i actually hold her in higher esteem than john walker is because there are so many moments where she does question herself like there is a moment in in the second or i think it's the third episode where she's asking one of the other flag smashers do you think what we're doing is right i think it's also reflective of her age yeah she's a very young so there's still that hopeful glimmer of naivety Mm -hmm. Naivety. And let's face it, too, she hasn't seen war in the same way that John Walker has seen war. All these yeah. characters yeah. have seen war in very different ways. Yeah. Um, you know, with uh, Sam being yeah. somebody who worked with the VA, Bucky, mm-hmm. you know, being a World War II veteran. and you which, 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 you know, him working in the VA is kind of the reason why he was trying to get her to see, like, listen, like, I agree with what you were trying to do, but don't do it in this way. Let's figure out a more peaceful way to get this thing done mm-hmm. you know be- because again like i said you know she's fighting the good fight but in the wrong way but unfortunately it's at the end of the show where i lose all sympathy for her yes she's like all right well we'll kill the hostages yes and the, and he, yeah. like the rest of her team's like uh yeah that, that, and she, uh, yes. she even tries to like you know one world and they're like she's like one uh, yeah, yeah. World. i think you're seeing her descend too far into her own ideals and she's just she's, she's past the point of yeah, no return yeah. she realizes it and you know there's no coming back for her mm-hmm. uh, unfortunately her care i think either uh who is it i think bucky and zemo both say like she's she oh, yeah, I remember Zemo yeah. saying that. Yeah, um, I still like how Sam didn't want to give up on her and didn't want to fight her, but yeah. like, to the point where he she was about to kill him. Yeah, and I definitely think she would have. Oh yeah, but thank um, God for Sharon Carter. You know, talk about Sharon Carter. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about Sharon Carter. You mean the power broker? God, that was the most like obvious twist. Yeah. I don't like it. No, you, they could have I done just, better. I think I just like Sharon Carter too much to want her to be the power broker. I just, yeah. yeah, I still think of her it, as, as. I wonder. You think she'd be like what double, triple agent? Right, I double. Would like, she be a double agent? I have if so she... much respect for Peggy Carter, obviously, yeah. and, and yeah. to see her become the power broker. Now. Power, I, but we also have to remember the power broker isn't necessarily bad. The power broker is just a business. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And it, it makes sense in this world. Like you know, we were talking, we were just talking about it. People are going to want new and invent. They want to keep escalation. You know, they say mm-hmm. it in Batman Begins. You know, we start wearing. You know, we start carrying automatic rifles. They buy armor piercing. Like it. Like it always. It's going to build. Yeah. And yeah, she's Tony Stark before he becomes Iron Man. Yep. Oh, that's yeah. a, that's a very yeah. good analogy. But um. I really just 
I don't. It was too. It was super obvious who she was. I enjoyed yeah. her in the first episode or two, but also I'm like, why are they so scared of her? Like, yeah. Carly literally like shoots her once. Okay. Oh no, power broker. Yeah. Like they were terrified of the power broker coming after him, and here comes Sharon Carter. Yep. With with, <laughs> uh, what's his name? Bat Batrock. Yeah. Batrock the Leaper. The Leaper of all yep. superhuman <laughs> jumping. <laughs> Oh, yeah. God, yeah. It was nice to see Batrock back again. I thought he was yeah. only going to be in that first episode. I'm glad yeah. they, they brought him back a little George bit. George St. Pierre. George, yes, yes. Yeah. But um, one of the only humans that uh went toe-to-toe with Captain America and lasted more than four seconds. Yeah. 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 But um, I, I don't I don't really – I'm curious what they're going to do with Sharon Carter, cause, especially because she rejoins the CIA. Like, yeah. You know, I feel like it should, she's like been laundering art. Yeah, I guess, the, but but I guess they don't know that recruitment's real low. You know? I guess this month, yeah. so we need <laughs> whatever. We'll save it a work. ton on going whatever to the works Academy. works. You know, um, but another, uh, I guess you, you know he's a bad character, but he he kind of grew on you a little bit. I, I think we could all agree with that. He kind of grows on you as a Zemo, um, who who's definitely Yay, a little li- little little bit of a bright spot. In it, yeah. you know, he he helped Bucky become the White Wolf and not the Winter Soldier, which is weird to think because, you know, he was the one that made him the Winter Soldier. I'm still a little disappointed that he did not end up being the actual bad guy of the season and that he only wore his iconic mask for no reason whatsoever for seven seconds. And it, yeah. I don't know if you noticed it was overly CGI'd too. Just when, yes. Especially when he took yes. it off. Oh, yep. my God. <laughs> Oh, yep. they, they, they. <laughs> All right, so we got like fourteen dollars in the budget. What do you want to use it on? You know, it'd be really funny. Purple masks. Yep. Purple masks, just just for the one time. I'm I'm sure we'll see him again, though. Yeah, and I'm glad they yeah. brought back the raft. Yeah, it's it's mm-hmm. an iconic uh, Marvel type prison. Mm-hmm. So it's like the negative zone and all that stuff. So yeah, I, I liken it to Arkham Asylum that everyone kind of gets yes. out of there at some point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, don't forget, Steve Rogers broke them all out of the raft. Yeah, yeah. except for uh, Hawkeye and Ant Man, they stayed. Did yeah. They- Remember Hell they took yeah. the, they took deals. Yeah. Yep. So um yeah, I'm curious to see I would I would not say no to a show about like just Sharon Carter and Zemo. Just yeah. Kind of like at war with each other over superpowers. Oh my God, I just got a better idea. What if they made a reality show about the raft? That'd be great. <laughs> that would be fun. Shoot it like the office. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you had like confessionals from Zemo and everything. So That's today funny. was a rough day. Yeah, right. Uh, I uh, had time on the yard, but it rained and we're on a boat. Yeah, right. So um, and if that guard looks at me wrong one more time, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll keep things moving along with another um, Hydra, even though we don't really know she's associated with Hydra at this point in time. You had a uh, Val, but don't call her Val. Don't but don't call her, call her Val. Don't even think it. No. Who Just has a, up the phone? Who has a business card? That's <laughs> that <says> nothing. nothing. <laughs> Just uh, black and so white. So it's Julia. <laughs> Louise Dreyfus. Go ahead. Uh, What's her full name? What's her name on the show? Go ahead. Valentina Allegra de Fontaine. Ooh. Isn't there a Contessa in there somewhere, too? Probably. I thought there was. It's Contessa Valentina Allegra de Fontaine. But just call me Val. It's a title. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I I remember that was the one. They were like, big cameo. See, I I didn't know that. We had to look it up. I didn't know there was a big cameo, so I like that was oh, one that, of the you didn't yeah, know that. that. Yeah, okay. Um, 
I so what that was one of the nice things about this is that because I and I kind of learned that lesson from WandaVision, um, where there was like big rumors and all these who's gonna yeah. show up, and then it was like that was Paul Bettany just trolling, yeah, and then yeah, really obviously was. all and, that set up for a boner joke, and yeah. so. With Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I stayed away from like any kind of spoilers, any kind of talk about it, and so that's why I wasn't like, what you know, as it unfolded, I was watching it, you know, without any expectations. So it was nice to not say, well, well, who's going to be the big villain? Oh, that's it. Like I didn't feel that at all. And it was just awesome to see Elaine uh, playing (laughs) um, playing the bad guy. Yeah. Uh, Or or some of you might know her as uh, what's her name from Veep. Um, oh, uh, President Selena Meyer. Selena Meyer. Yes. Yeah. I know what you were talking about. I didn't about. have to look that up. up. I used to watch yeah. Veep. Ah. I, I, I knew her from A Bug's Life. <laughs> <laughs> That's a throwback right there. Yeah, Christmas yet, Vacation. Yeah. It's uh, oh right. I yep. don't know, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, we do a lot of research here on the multiverse. Yeah, we do. Yeah, but yeah, do. it's neat to see her doing a, a villainous role. And she's going to be in Black Widow. I'm yeah. yes, I, I, I had I did not know that. I had written about that that it was um it, it'll be a nice hope to see if she comes up in Black Widow. Mm-hmm. And remember, Black Widow was supposed to come out before Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, you know, so, so we would have seen her, seen her Cause, beforehand. Yeah, because Madame Hydra has Russian roots. She's like a triple agent, double triple crossing kind of yeah. character. Where she's a Russian sleeper cell Hydra agent, mm-hmm. but really for the America yeah. and not at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, awesome. All right, I well think we, said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm very excited for yeah. what she'll bring to it. I think very much, and from what I've read too, she's going to be sort of the anti Nick Fury. Yes. I'm all about it. Yeah, yeah that she'll well, be putting her own team th- those, together. Those two were a thing at one point. Yes, in the comics, yeah. it was yeah. it was written that uh, Nick Fury and, and Valerie were uh, uh, an item. Yeah. Lovers. Yes. Um, I, I think we're, we'll finish up with one more character. We'll, we've kind of touched on him earlier, and it's kind of the ending to the show is you have Sam um, bringing Isaiah Bradley to the Captain America uh, exhibit where, you know, he he basically, I'm sure he probably made a deal with the government saying, hey, if I'm going to be Captain America, you need to put this man into the Captain America Museum because he was a super soldier as well, and he needs his recognition. Kudos you know, to, to, everything. Uh, to Red Tape and Museum, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> everything that they put that together so quickly. Yeah, right? <laughs> it happened, what, a day later? <laughs> yeah, it's very impressive. Yeah. yeah. A little clout, but he can't get a loan. Yeah. yeah. I, and yes. But he still I, can't but, but get I'm a loan. What I'm confused, though, is how, how do they make the bus without having the actual person there? Because when you make those, you usually – like mold the person's face. Sam not, can draw. Not, uh, have, <laughs> not having ever made a, a bust. I don't know. <laughs> um, it was nice because Isaiah Bradley really is the heart of a lot of the show. I would argue also is Sarah. Um, yes. I, I think the two of them very much bring a lot of the emotional elements mm. to the show. Um, and yeah, Isaiah Bradley has such a, and and he he very highlights one of those aspects of the show that makes it so thematically rich, which is the idea. And I think this is what the show is all about: the idea of legacy, of maintaining a legacy, of passing on a legacy, of remembering a legacy. And Isaiah Bradley, you know, shows that in that he was sort of 
eliminated from that legacy. Denied through, it. Denied yeah. that legacy uh, when he should have gotten it. Um, and there's so many elements that hint at that, you know, the idea of them working on the boat, uh, showing, you know, there's one moment when they're working on the boat and Sam's about to paint over the name of it. And yeah. she stops and him. It's, it's, it's our legacy. It's their legacy. Yeah. It's yep. The parents have established this. You can't just paint over it. You have to carry it on. Yeah. And that's what Sam struggles with for the entire six episodes of carrying on Captain America's legacy. Yeah. Um, and you Isaiah... Got, you got Sam fighting his. You got Bucky trying to redeem his own. Mm-hmm. You've got Isaiah who is denied his. You have Carly that's trying to make hers. Mm-hmm. And you have John Walker who's thrown into a legacy that's not his. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. why that suit doesn't fit. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. So they're, they're all dealing with... You know, Rob said it perfectly. The show is about legacy. Yeah. And you know, each character's on this path where their legacy is not... It's, mm-hmm. it's not defined yet. Yeah. And... Yeah. It's nice by the end of the show, everybody's where they're supposed to be. Yes. I I had written about how, you know, where WandaVision was all about dealing with grief, this is a show about dealing with with not only racism, but also with the legacy. You know what? I just thought about this. Not only the legacies and carrying them on, but putting to putting down those legacies which should not be carried on hence you know some of the racism aspects that exist because we there is a legacy of racism that exists in our country i think we can all agree to that and isaiah bradley and sam wilson are very much putting down that legacy and and embracing it in a new way that shows you know that tries to eliminate it as much as possible Yeah, um, but that pretty much wraps up kind of the the main focus of what we want to talk about. The dinner portion. Yes. Now on to dessert. Now on to dessert. Um, so again, like I said, we you know we talked about our thoughts on the show. Um, now what we, we're going to talk about is what we feel like should happen in the MCU moving forward. Now that you had arguably a huge success of a show. Um, that kind of sets up the MCU in many different ways from here, whether television or movies. Um, one of the big things is Captain America 4 now. We'll have Willem Dafoe as the Green Goblin. <laughs> That's just a rumor. <laughs> um, but but it's been confirmed that it's in the works of creating a Captain America 4 with Anthony Mackie uh, playing... Obviously, Captain America. Like, with the showrunners. Yes. yes, it is. Yeah. With, with the showrunners going, uh, writing it, and, you know, obviously. So let me ask this question. Who, other than me, got chills when they saw Sam come out in that costume for the first time? Oh, I loved oh, it. Oh, I loved it. It was yeah. great. And for that reason, I'm excited for whatever else comes as a result of this. Fun hot take. America. Hot take right now. Ooh, hot, fun facts and hot takes at the same time. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh my hot. God. What am I going to do? Ready? Probably my favorite cap suit ever. Ooh. Oh, well, my that fun is fact cool. is not going to be fun then because, fun fact, my wife did not like it. Ooh. She did not like his suit. Did she say why? She hasn't specified yet, but she's just like, I don't, you, I don't you know. You know what I, like I liked? It. Was the fact that he had the wings on a star mm. as well. That was a nice little touch because it's, it, it's. It reminds me of the suit in uh, Winter Soldier. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it, it, it's kind of almost like combining him and Captain America because he's like basically he's got the title of Captain America but he Captain wants his Falcon. but he wants Captain his own Falcon. Captain America legacy and what better way than to change up the symbol 
of who you are by adding those wings in. Because again, he he still has the wings. Yeah, and I, and I love how flavor. And yeah. I love how he doesn't refer to himself as Black Captain America, and he even corrects them. You know, yeah. it's, it's that and they same say Black Falcon. Yeah, or I think but Falcon. no, it's Falcon or it's Captain America. It's yep. you know that same. I'd like to put on the record that that was his original name in the comics, Black Falcon. Yes. Black Falcon. Oh, really? Yeah. That's, That's why they yeah. keep saying it. Okay. But um, you know what? The thing about the costume I really liked, and this mm. is a weird thing for me. I liked the uh, the face piece. Yeah. Because those those sorts of things have been around in comics forever, like that kind of like mm-hmm. half mask type yeah. thing. Yeah. And it was always one of those things that I thought would look looks really good in comics, but would be terrible to translate. Didn't Kid Flash. Yeah, and it yeah. Looked, right? Kid it Flash. Looked, that's who it reminded yeah. me of. Yeah. Kid Flash. And yeah. I, I maybe because I'm so bitter about how they handled Kid Flash. Yeah. But I think they they finally nailed it. Like it looks just like he did in the comics. Yeah. And I, I really like that half mask. Yeah. Because yeah. it's still like super heroic, but at the same time you're still seeing their face. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because it's not he because he doesn't need to hide his identity. It's a Marvel movie. Yeah. Only yeah. none of them need to anymore. Even Spider Man. Yeah. Ant-Man probably hides his identity. No, he literally says to those kids, do you want to take a picture with me? Oh, I'm that's Ant-Man. true. He does. I'm Ant-Man. You guys don't know Ant-Man. You don't know Ant-Man. Now he does, though, because um, of Ant-Man and the Wasp. That yeah. most exciting part also with the suit that gave me chills, which I'm sure you would agree with me, is when he bent down on the ground... Wings went out, shield went up, and he blocked a helicopter. That was so cool. Yeah, <laughs> I also really liked when he was using the shield to block, and the wings came out oh, to, the ground wings, yeah, yep. to ground him. Yeah, yeah, really cool. Yeah, I also like how he uses his jetpack just like for like the the quick jumps yeah. and yeah. stuff like that. I think it's just a really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an intuitive suit. Yeah, it is. <laughs> well, it's it's funny because you watch Civil. Uh, what was it, Winter Soldier? And he's got to use his arms, arms. Yeah. to maneuver yeah. it, and they they finally got away from that. Yep. So it doesn't look as doofy. I'm just waiting for him to be able to start talking to birds. I yeah, know, because that was an actual thing. Yeah. Yeah. connection to... Yeah. Well, because Red Wing is supposed to be an actual bird. Yeah, in the yeah. comics yes. it was. Yeah. At least he could swim, uh, yeah. Sam. I was very concerned. Like, when he went underwater, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> birds birds can't really swim. Yeah. And he, but, like, <laughs> Sam comes flying out. He's like... Pe- pe- you, penguin's a bird. Penguins, penguins are a bird. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, why, that's why I didn't say birds <laughs> but I, can't. I said but birds. I, I love how Sam comes... Because he's still <laughs> Sam. He's not He's not like yeah. Steve. He, like, he comes out, you're about to earn... You just earned this ass whooping. Yeah. Like, that was a great line. Yeah. I remember laughing at it. So, I, building on what we're talking about, yes, I'm very much excited to see what's coming forth in the MCU with this new cap. I, mm-hmm. I Having been a huge fan of the Ed Brubaker series of uh, Falcon, uh, of Cap and the Winter Soldier and Falcon taking it over and everything, it's neat to see it. Come, and I highly, highly, highly encourage anyone to read uh, the Winter Soldier um, in the comic books. It's a fantastic, it's by Ed Brubaker storyline. They're mirroring a lot of it now and it's neat to see them going forward with it. Mm-hmm. So I think... Uh, uh, Falcon as Cap is going to be a lot of fun in the MCU. Yeah. I want to see him fight for control of the Avengers next, or to lead to lead the to Avengers. Lead the Avengers. Who who is going to lead the Avengers? There's you think? Uh, there's been a lot of talk Doctor about Strange. No, there's been a lot of Captain talk about Marvel. Captain Marvel. Yeah. Um, I would love to see I the knew. two of them go toe to toe and be and very similar to like how this whole situation was handled, where you know, well, who's going to lead the Avengers? And Sam's like, I don't want to lead them, but yeah. and you know, I could see Carol Danvers being like. Well, I can lead them, but I'm the I'm strongest so, Avenger. I'm so busy doing other things. Yeah. And then you just you hear really don't like. Then us. you just hear Thor in the background <laughs> going, "As Guardians of the Galaxy." Yeah. Well, but um, I I would I would be interested to see because mm-hmm. yeah. there are no Avengers right now. That was no, a big part of of Spider-Man yeah. Far From Home was are the Avengers even a thing? Right. Are are you in charge now? Like 
those were questions asked, yeah. and we still haven't gotten answers. No. Um, I would love when to see. When do you think we will get those answers? I think I'm hoping that this tees up that, that yeah. answer. Because it's not going to happen, obviously, in Black Widow. It's not going to happen in the Eternals. Uh, I would what's say Ant-Man and the Wasp. Doctor, oh, Doctor they, Strange. Well, in Spider-Man. Spider-Man is Christmas, and then after that is Doctor Strange. I would Thor. love to see... Um, we might not see anything Avengerish. We have for a not while. seen. No. We, I, we haven't seen Spider Man and Captain and Captain America. I was going <laughs> to say that's who I meant. Patience, Sam. that thing you've waited for until <laughs> no, the what, very what, end. What I'm saying is, uh, we haven't seen him and Sam interact since Civil War. You know, yeah. though I hate you, like yeah. that whole scene. Yeah. I want to see if they can cameo him in any. I want like Anthony Mackie. Obviously, he wants to do everything. Cameoed in Ant Man. He, yep. you know, he did the show. Like he, he wants to be Captain America. Fun fact: I've been in the same room as Anthony Mackie. Fun fact: I've shared the same planet as him. So. <laughs> <laughs> I saw him in a play in New York years ago. I didn't oh, know. Awesome. I didn't know who he was at the time, mm-hmm. and he was actually on stage with Christopher Walken. Oh, that's <laughs> um, hilarious! That's so funny. I got to see Christopher Walken on stage interact with Anthony Mackie, um, and they were both wonderful. Of that's course. great. Mm-hmm. But I w- if. If they can introduce him in other, like, trying to regroup the Avengers, I think that'd be a mm-hmm. really cool storyline. Mm. And, you know, there's our new Avengers. Because th- there's a big push for these young Avengers. Yeah. yeah. I'm not really feeling it. Spider-Man. And- no. no. No, like, Spider-Man, I don't consider him a young Avenger, but they're, like, talking about, like, Kate Bishop and oh, yeah. Isaiah's grandson. He's yeah. A, he's a character in the comics. Yeah. I think Miss Marvel. Yeah, like, Miss Marvel, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's cool, but it's very CW-ish for mm-hmm. me. Yeah. I want to see... Like a team of Captain America, uh, Doctor Strange, Ant Man, War Machine, who we didn't even talk about. He cameos in the first yeah. episode. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, because yeah. yep. he's getting his own show, and yep. you know, Spider Man, like that, like that new team, and, and Captain Marvel. Throw her in. Yeah, like, I'm fine with it. Um, I'm excited also in the MCU for the Secret Invasion storyline. Mm-hmm. That that I I'm not too familiar with it, but from what I understand, it's one of the fan favorites of of the comic story. Secret Invasion's very good. I. I and was I, afraid they weren't going to do that because they made the Skrulls kind of the good guys yeah. of Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Well, I wonder if Madame Hydra will play a role. She with, was a very big yeah. part of yeah. Secret Invasion. Yeah. Which will be really cool. Yeah. Yes. Uh, we, we would love to hear your thoughts on not only the series, uh, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but also on where you think the MCU will go or should go uh, based off of the success of this. Uh, Paul, how could they do that? Well, the easiest way, and a way we're going to talk about in a few minutes to wrap up the show, is Facebook. You can find us at uh, the Multiverse Fancast or the Misfit Faction. You can also find us, as Ronnie said before, on any podcasting service, Podbean, Stitcher, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, anywhere you listen to podcasts, you can find us. Just search the Multiverse Fancast. Every uh, subscription and download and uh, review is very helpful to the show. It builds our, our brand and how many people we can reach. You can find us on YouTube at the Misfit Faction Media Network and our Instagram page. Uh, I think it's just the Misfit Faction. And you can also find our Twitter, which is Misfit Faction. And you can find our website, which is www.themisfitfaction.com. And, uh, yeah, do you want me to talk about Facebook a little bit? No. Okay. I want to talk about the great shirts that Ronnie brought us today. <laughs> yes, we do have. We're all wearing uh, Misfit Faction shirts so, today. Uh, Thank you, Ronnie. Yes, we have yes. brand new Misfit Faction shirts. We're going to hopefully post some pictures at some point over the weekend. We might even have a giveaway or two. Maybe. In the, the world. I might bring out the t-shirt gun. If, you, if you've listened so this far, let us know and you might get a little surprise. Now, speaking of letting us know things, on Facebook, it is uh, what, is, what do I call it? Fan Feedback Friday. Oh, yeah. So 
a new thing that we've been doing on both this podcast and our sister podcast, the Cinematic Adventures uh, podcast, is Fan Feedback Friday, where we present a question or a thought, and we let fans, people uh, on our Facebook, answer these questions, and we, we've gotten some good ones. Mm-hmm. So today's question was, if you could go to the bar with one superhero, who would it be? So I'm, I'm not going to say who wrote who. I'm just going to kind of go through the list. Uh, there are some repeats, so I'm going to apologize now. But uh, we have Captain America or Spider-Man. Uh, Phoenix would be fun because you, she could tell you what everybody in the bar was thinking. <laughs> Deadpool, Thor, or Aquaman, I can't decide. Thor. Spider-Man or Black Panther, but that's a really tough decision to narrow it down to even just those two. Uh, Tony Stark, more specifically Iron Man 2 Tony Stark. Uh, Tony Stark or Thor, hard to pick one. This was, and could they only choose Marvel? No. None. Oh, they could pick any superhero. Aquaman yeah. was mentioned. I, I I don't know about this because I stayed so far off yeah. social media today because I didn't want anything spoiled for the finale for Winter yeah. Soldier. Which is so. u- weird because usually Rob's the first one. Nope. To, yeah. Uh, Hellboy, which was a fun one. Mm-hmm. Wolverine, and I think that's it. So we had, we had some good ones today. I was very so basically excited. your Marvel. Very Characters are our, uh, alcoholics. Tony Stark is who I, I would know, go because with. Because I know he would be buying. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's the other thing. But uh, Aquaman would be fun. I, uh, Jason. Oh, this... you know who would be fun too? Who's that? Loki. He could probably just make free beers happen. Oh, that's true. Oh, that's, yeah. All right. So you wouldn't even need Tony Stark. Ghost, to Ghost Rider, although I wouldn't want to run into him in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Uh, yes. Uh, but thank you all for your feedback on our Fan Friday post um keep it coming keep it going and again if you have any other feedback or any questions or topics you would like us to discuss uh again like paul said just reach out to us either through the uh website instagram or even facebook um that's gonna do it for us tonight i'm ronnie i'm paul and i'm rob and we'll be back in a flash i was i wasn't gonna i'm still recording i was gonna let you say it today